to to deal with here uh, since I you know came back to Connecticut. Andy Bissett, chief administrative officer with Travelers. Nathan Groove, the tournament director. How long has it been for you now, Nathan? How many years? Oh, yeah, I'm, I started when I was twelve, so this is my nineteenth nineteenth <laughs> tournament. So seven, this is our seventeenth year with 12. Travelers. I'm still twelve. Yeah, the beard, the beard's not too bad. Mentally. I mean, you got a little a little speckle in There's there. Some speckle in. There. I don't do beard anymore because it's not worth it. <laughs> it's just that it's not worth it. We do uh we do mullets and mustaches for this pond hockey tournament I'm doing. I was like, well, I'm going mullet. A mustache is is it's gray. <laughs> <laughs> I got the mullet for four more days. Uh, so I'm so grateful you guys came in. It's always great sure. to talk to you on and off mic. And, I mean, the news is Rory McIlroy, the number one player on the planet, who just won, what, last week? Yeah. yeah. He committed. But I was assuming with this elevated status thing that it was that was a fait accompli, and you're telling me no. Yeah, no. It's, uh, it's the we had a we had to rework our title sponsor agreement with the PGA Tour right. to, to change to being a designated event. And uh, uh, the way that this all works is that you 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 you're guaranteed 19 of the top 22 pit players right in the world, most of them top players in the world. But you know they always they get that gives themselves wiggle room a to little wiggle yeah. room mm-hmm. for three of them to not have to play all nine elevated or designated. So I mean it works out well. I think it's the right thing to do. It's the right way to do it. And I think Rory was uncertain uh, when he was thinking of his schedule, and then when he did not play. Century uh, mm-hmm. in Hawaii that opened it up so that he'd be with us, and so uh, he's been great. He's a great friend. He's a great partner. Uh, he's been very, very supportive of our tournament for a long time. So it's exciting to have him coming back again. Yeah, I know. I want to talk about it, but just in terms of logistics, people like how you know the inside baseball part of it, inside golf, mm-hmm. uh, is who does the communicating? Like, do you like? And does when he commits, does his agent call? Like, how does that work? It it's interesting. I would say there, there's definitely a personal relationship, and this goes back. Andy, I'll tell this story. I mean, this goes back to 2015. Andy is sitting there talking to Rory. We were down at the Players Championship, and and they're in the locker room, and I'm sitting back, like you know, I as a tournament director, you kind of have the normal spiel. Hey guys, love to have you come play, right? It's yeah. kind of a canned thing. Andy comes out, and it's a very nothing canned about no, Andy. <laughs> it's a very no, it's a very personal relationship, and so all of a sudden, Andy and Rory are talking about the Olympics and things like that, and I just take a step back, and I'm like, I this is not my Bucket like I mean they're talking about what's like because Rory is going to compete in the Olympics next year, and they had their own relationship. And all of a sudden, I remember the look on Rory's face, and he said, "You know what? I've never played there. May I can't come next year because the Olympics, but maybe in 17." So Rory knew his schedule two years out, and he and Andy were sitting there talking. I'm like, Andy. I am never going on a tournament trip ever again without you because he brings such a different personal relationship. And then they're friends. And so, I mean, I told yeah. that story for Andy, but it's a personal relationship. So Andy would know before, let's say, the normal flow of communication through the tour or through stuff like that. And that's, you know, 17 years of building relationships with the guys that he has. So How many times has he played here? Oh boy, five, five? times. Okay. Yeah, five. Five, yeah. I, you know, I, I said this off, Mike. I have a bit of a man crush on Rory because <laughs> I just, I know him because yeah. I mean, I've been in media now for, yeah, you know, since ninety, really since ninety six, ninety seven, and I sort of got tired of the canned phrases and you know just trying yeah. to help the team and like even this, and we'll get into the live golf stuff later, but like, yeah. he is really candid about how he talks and he's a real yeah. leader of yeah. the game yeah and did you see that i mean basically he's 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 made this whole live golf thing kind of personal and he's really stood up for the pga tour i would argue something the tour desperately needed yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of voice yeah. because the momentum you know was definitely yeah. 
I mean, is that something you saw even as a young man that he had that kind of quality to him? Oh, he he has a tremendous personality. Mm-hmm. If you if you see if you interact with he and Erica, his wife, and Poppy, their little girl, she's not so little now; she's probably like mm-hmm. three or four. But I mean, you see real family, and it's really fun to see. And when Rory was young, he still had a personality. I mm-hmm. think he was always he was a personable guy. Uh, he was he was, had great interpersonal skills and things like that that we look for in business. But I think he's the most he's important great. name in the sport outside yeah. of Tiger. I don't think anyone's more important yeah. than that guy. Yeah, yeah, I think he put a lot of it on his shoulders. And he talked about that. Last year was a very um, weighted year for him, right? He kind of became the voice of the tour, he and Tiger. But Rory was out there in front winning tournaments and talking about why the PGA Tour is important. And so you had that. I mean, I think that was hard for him because he's always so transparent and always so honest. Where he would be asked these questions, and to your point, he would pause and be very thoughtful and very honest about his response and doing that while you're also winning golf tournaments, you're the number one player in the world, and you have a young yeah. child, and you're kind of the poster child for the PGA Tour. He took on a lot yeah. last year, and I, yeah. I think he did an incredible job. Well, we have to take a quick break here, but people, most people don't know the story. I mean, Patrick Reed basically t- tried to sort of, <laughs> in a non-awkward way, sort of not yuck it up with him, but sort of break the ice. <laughs> yeah. And Rory was like, yeah. uh, no. no, no interest. <laughs> yeah. and, and, then yeah. he, and then he beat yeah. him on the golf course. Yeah. And I, I think that potentially, you know, with Rory's personal life seeming really stable, he could have yeah. a, a really epic year. He really yeah. could. He, he could, could have a historic he year. He could. And, yeah. you know, when he – I was at a PGA Tour meeting in October for all the titles, and, and Tiger and Rory were there with the commissioner. And I had a chance to talk to both of them, and it was great. Tiger's a real, he's a good man. He's a good person, done a lot for golf. But, you know, he was so honest with me and said, Andy, I'm really, I'm, you know, I'm still recovering. I can't play a lot right. yet. So That's his wink-wink. Like, it is. Yeah. Like, it's tough for me <laughs> to I'm get around. But, but, you know, but Rory is like, hey, Andy, this is good. This is good. And his agent, Sean, <laughs> between the two of them, <laughs> like, they have more ideas coming at me, and I'm no. calling Nathan going, Nathan, they just said, Blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's hilarious. Maybe he could be like the Sammy Davis of uh, the Travelers. Who knows? Uh, listen, we got to go uh, check on traffic. We're going to talk more. I want to talk more about the tournament specifically, sure. obviously, June 22nd through the 25th at TPC River Highlands in Cromwell. We'll take a quick break for weather and traffic. Mark Christopher in the Brown Pandiris and Scott Traffic Center. Hey, Mark. Mark. We can skip them. I'd rather keep talking to these dudes. All right. There's no traffic. There's no traffic. There's, there's a little bit of cars going through Hartford, but they're not stopping in Hartford because nobody's working in Hartford. You're really uh, anyway. good at that traffic. Well, that was amazing. <laughs> right, and the weather? It's going to be so cold. Your dog's going to say right. no. Cold. I'm going to pee in the kitchen. I'm not going outside tomorrow. You're talented. You yeah, really are. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> um, let's talk about the tournament, though. This elevated yeah. status. What's Monaghan's first name again? Jay. Jay. So Jay is. I got a history with Jay because he was the assistant hockey coach at Amherst College the year yeah. either the year before or after. How about this? Greg Carvel, the head hockey coach at UMass, who yeah. won a national title, yeah. and Jay Monahan and myself were three straight years of assistants at, at, at Amherst College for the hockey team. Wow. And, and Jack Arena was the coach there. He's like, man, <laughs> you underachieved, Shaq. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say that. I was just listening. He's like, right. I'm really disappointed <laughs> in you. <laughs> And I, you know, Jay played hockey at Trinity, and Trinity, you know, yeah. I know in his yeah. whole backstory. Yeah. And you know, for me, from my perspective as a fan, you can take this any way you want. I, I think that the live golf stuff, in some ways, could potentially be a silver lining because, like minor league baseball, I think like minimums for people to make the cut should be higher. Yeah. I mean, I I think that there are a lot of things that the golf world can do to 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 improve it. Now, these guys live, you know, they live pretty well, but 
you know, I've seen those guys. I remember Tim Petrovic and those guys were grinding mm-hmm. through the tour. Oh, yeah. Like life is not easy for everybody on tour. Yeah. And and so the first thing I'm going to ask, how have the changes that have already been made in the tour, how does that impact like the tournament and how you have to host players and this and that? Does that change anything? I think it, uh, Andy. I'll start, and then yeah, Andy yeah. can chime in. Yeah. I think we both kind of see it from two different perspectives. But it's it's funny, yeah. Brian. A lot of the changes were somewhat in the works, right? I mean, obviously the live stuff magnified it, but the new TV deals were coming online. There were ten year TV deals that the tour had negotiated. So like purses were gonna go up, things were gonna change, um, you know, kind of in that twenty one, twenty two time frame. But then everything with live, it just put a magnifying glass on it, and it accelerated a lot of the ideas that the tour had, and they had to react, right? I mean, there was this new competitive, you know, force that was out there that they had never dealt with before, and guys kind of had to take a big look. And Rory had to take a big look. Hey, am I going to go do this for money, or am I going to do this for my legacy? And we had to, as a tournament, too, go, okay, who are we? You know, and we are a PGA Tour event, and we are proud to be a tour event, and everything that the tour stands for, the charity in your community and stuff like that. So when you kind of put these two things up against each other, what is live and then what is the PGA Tour, we were thrilled that that magnifying glass was on there because when you look at us and what we mean to our communities and stuff like that, it was yeah. it was great. And then the players, how passionate they are about supporting the tour. So And I look at it from the business perspective, obviously, right? But I look at it and I think to myself, you know, this had to come, right? The live, the live pieces were a lot of money, right? There's a lot of money flying yeah. around out there. And I don't begrudge and, some guy for getting $50 million guaranteed. I would, you know, yeah. it's hard to say you shouldn't the, do that. You're right. And you know, some of the guys asked me before, and I said, listen, you're a young, you're one, one guy in particular, you're a young man, young family. You have to do what's right for your family. But I think there's two pieces. There's a lot of money flying around, but it's also a different game that they're playing, these team matches and all. It's not like the PGA Tour where it feels one, kind of dumb to me, but what, I don't know if it's dumb or not, but it's just different, right? And 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 I have to get. I remember Scotty Scheffler said to me, "I grew up dreaming about playing on the PGA Tour, and they a lot of these guys did. In about it's a one-on-one battle, right? It's 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 Scotty against Rory, it's and it's it's all that Colin Murakawa against Scotty, and it's all." That's the excitement, I think. It's really cool. I like the cut line. Like, when yeah. I was a big golf fan, I'm not as big as I was, but when I really, when I was younger, yeah. I was a huge mm. Nicholas fan as a kid, I watched the cut line. Like yeah. To me, that was where, like, there was real drama yeah. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Andy Bissett, of course, from Travelers, Chief Administrative Officer, Nathan Groob, uh, the tournament director at the Travelers. So you, you have this elevated status. Yeah. And so it guarantees you 19 of the top 22. You have a $20 million, $20 million purse. purse. Yeah. And, and, but there's, what happens in year two? Well, there's only this is a one year right. Deal. So, like, what does happen in year two? I'll tell you in March. Invite us back in March. <laughs> so, you, March. so you don't know. You won't no, know. We're no, working with the March. tour right now. Could you, they're going to rotate this around? Is that the thinking to bolster the whole calendar? I or? don't think so. I've heard that rumor, Brian, but I don't think they're going to do that. I, you know why? Nathan can talk to this better than mm. I can. Is that wishful thinking, or you yeah. really think that? No, I really think that yeah. because I th- can you imagine yeah. what Nathan's job would be trying to sell a sponsorship to a company mm-hmm. and say. Wow, we're going to have a $20 million person. We're going to have 19 of the top 22. And by the way, you know, when you get 19 of the top 22 playing for $20 million, the winner gets $3.6 million. You know who else is coming? 23 through 150. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this will be like nothing anybody in Connecticut. But everyone on the counter would want that, though. Oh, it, they will. But yeah. I think that it's a problem. You can't go year to year saying, we're on, we're off. We're but that on, sounded on, to me like that's what it was going to be. Yeah, I, I think they're looking at that model. But I think when you when you dive into it to Andy said, I mean, when you look at the host organizations and you look at the title sponsor saying, look, you're going to sponsor this 
one year and it's this price, it's this elevated. Right. And and for us, you know, it's like, hey, here's what hospitality is gonna be, here's the experience. And then the next yeah. year, if you don't have that, yeah. a lot of the questions come up, okay, so are there discounts the next year because we're not elevated? Are you not gonna do X, Y, and Z? So it became, as tournaments would look at this, it became a wow, it's gonna be great. It, I used to talk to the guys who had Tiger in their events and they would say, right. man, you think it's just incredible, but guess what, the year after Tiger doesn't come, it's a very different yeah. thing. So yeah. we've had to look at that and say, okay, you know, would we want to stay, you know, rotate or whatever? I think the tour is dealing with that, with these markets going, look, yeah. people think that they want it every four years, but when you dive into it, it's like, oh, okay, hmm, it's a big financial commitment. Right. The community has to step up and the title has to step up. And then if that fluctuates, it it's more of a challenge I think, than, I than think you think. I think the players too, Nathan, right? I think the, the players. players want stability. They yeah. want to know that they're going to come to the Travelers every year as an elevated big-time event. And they're not going to go to some other tournament because they have their favorites. Well, they want to get birdies after getting just humiliated at the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they want. Yeah, they do. It's, it's, <laughs> no offense, but I, I think that, that I have one more live golf question. I, and I really love the conversation. And then I want to see if I can try to break a little bit of news here. But um, I, I, what does what year two like? look like and and it, i don't know the degree you can be candid with your opinions but you know where does it go from here this dynamic will the two be able to coexist i mean i only think of the travelers and i think yeah. of live golf and i think all like the only bummer to me is like bubba watson for some reason yeah like, it's the yeah. only like bummer yeah. for me for this region yeah. but, Us too. but but how's it how does that how does it look moving forward in your opinion what's going to happen here I, I'll start off with that and answer from a tournament side. It's two completely different business models, right? And when we talk to the companies that are investing with us and then looking at would they invest in a model like Live, hey, would I bring my customers out to that model? Would I entertain in that model? And it's just, it's a different business model. And so we're not feeling any competitive on the tournament side, any competitive threat from a business standpoint, from a fan standpoint. Even with a, all the branded players who are no longer with you? It, so what we deal with at the tournament, I never, as a tournament director, I never had every guy every year. Right. There were years that Dustin Johnson played and then he didn't play. There were years that Rory played that he didn't play. There Phil. were years that Phil played and he didn't play. So I would always have this rotating group of guys that were here or not here. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I get, so, laugh. I get a laugh because I'm very competitive. I want every guy every year, every day of the week. I mean, and, and I, you drive for that, right? Yeah. I want that. That's the only way. That's my mentality. But I think that the. But I think Nathan's absolutely correct. But I think that if you ask me. Would travelers want to be the title sponsor of a, de of a elevated designated, whatever they call it, event beyond 23? Mm. The answer is, and Alan Schnitzer and I, who's our chairman and CEO, are the closest of partners on this. And the answer is absolutely yes. We have to find out what that means and what the So the point is, are. travelers are committed whether it's elevated or not. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. But we're going to fight hard mm -hmm. to make sure, if it's possible, yeah. that if it's good for, the, for, for our fans, I'm still blown away that, you know, I left Connecticut in 2007 hmm. and I came back in 19 and it's like, you know, in my mind, you know, things were frozen in time and I didn't follow that closely when I was gone. And I was yeah. like, What's, I, where's the struggling little tournament here? Like, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it really the transformation yeah. from like no sponsor to, yeah. to, to now is, is really stunning. Last question. You, know, you talked about, you know, you're competitive about getting players. Can, yeah. can we, can we say about. Any any players we can talk about well, that you know are going to come? Yeah, yeah, I know. This is I I, you, I, yeah, you, I talk too much. Yeah, so well, I'm a journalist gets, at heart, so I got to <laughs> ask you. Nathan gets mad at me, but you know, last night um, Mike, Michael Thorpe Johnson called, and we we catch up. People who don't know him, he's from Massachusetts, oh, he's from Massachusetts. Went to Stanford. Yep, Wellesley, Mass. Yep. And he went to Stanford. He's now a junior, 
He finished fourth at the Travelers Championship last year as an amateur. I mean, unbelievable. This kid is. And last week in Dubai, mm-hmm. he was leading after day, after day one. Two. two. He was tied for the lead after day two. Yeah. Day two. So we can't take the money, though. No. No. <laughs> but this kid is like, I mean, this kid, he is the nicest young man. We had a great conversation. And, and I said, hey, listen, I can't wait to see you back here in June. We're going to have a great time. And, uh, oh, yeah, if you need an exemption, yeah, that's right. That's part of the technicalities <laughs> of it, yes. But don't worry. You'll be with us in June. So he, he's getting one of your sponsor <laughs> exemptions to play. <clears throat> you can insinuate that. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, listen, you know, you don't get to break too much news here on AM radio. So I'll take it. Like Kramer said, I'll take it. Um, gentlemen, it's great to see you in the new year. And it's, you're you, always man. welcome here to talk about stuff. So. Uh, you know, since I've been back, you guys have been really great uh, on the show, and yeah. so we, we appreciate it so much. Of course, Nathan Group, Tournament Director of the Travelers, and Andy Bissett, Chief Administrative Officer with Travelers. Uh, it's a pleasure, and have I'm not here tomorrow. I'm going off to New Hampshire, so I'll, I'll, if I... Hopefully I'll have all five fingers on both hands. <laughs> that, that mullet looks amazing, Brian. It, I, got some I wish you were on TV. That is Seriously, beautiful. No, they yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't let this on TV. Well, at least not on you look like regular a, TV. You look like Guy Lafleur. <laughs> I got a little flow. It's eight o'clock.